0: Welcome to the Emotional Eating Unwrapped Podcast. I'm your host, Alana Kessler, an emotional eating and weight loss coach for women looking to fall in love with eating, create healthy attachments with food, and lose weight sustainably. Welcome, everyone. So happy to be here with you today. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the difference between a healing journey and a weight loss journey, and how oftentimes we focus on results when really we're supposed to focus on our healing, and how spending energy and effort preoccupied with food, macros, counting calories, and weight loss results actually hinder and hurt your ability to truly heal from emotional eating because it's so important to remember that when it comes to, you know, healing and healing our relationship with food and creating a body image that we love and feel safe in and feel confident moving through the world in, there's a difference between a weight loss journey and a healing journey. And we're going to talk about what those differences are. We're gonna talk about tips to help with you know, how we can focus on the healing journey. So this episode is for you. If you have been on both a healing journey and a weight loss journey, and you have tried to lose weight unsuccessfully, meaning unsuccessfully from a sustainable perspective. So perhaps you've lost weight and gained weight back, you've had fluctuations with your weight, uh, and you also know deep down that you have a relationship with food and eating that might not be the most functional, the most adaptive. And you perhaps are confused as to what those next steps are to find a permanent solution for weight loss and also create a relationship with food and eating while you are living in that new body um, and you're not preoccupied with food 24-7, you're not worrying about um, – you know, you're not constantly – it's just not constantly on your mind. Right, it's not constantly something that you're still thinking about. You want to get to the place where you're like, I've lost the weight. Um, it feels sustainable. I know how to. I know how to stay in this body and enjoy my life, and I'm not obsessing over food. Basically, that's the dream. That's the goal. You, you are listening to this, and you're like, that's me, and you have realize that you have gained and lost weight a few times and you're like, okay, maybe there is something to this. There's a difference between healing and results. And if that's you, then this episode is perfect for you. For me personally, this topic is so close to my heart because I have been there myself in the past when I was – When I was in a place where I was really seduced by diet culture, by quick fixes, um, you know, this industry of this weight loss industry, this wellness industry, there's some good parts um, and definitely there's value to some of the pieces, but it is really a billion dollar industry, right? And there's a lot of noise out there um, and there's a lot of messaging out there that, it can be really hard to discern what exactly we need or what exactly you need to take on to get your unique desired result, right? And so it, it's easy to confuse weight loss with healing emotional eating and get caught up in this idea that if we just achieve a certain body weight, we'll magically heal any and all dysfunctional behaviors and obsessions that we have with food. It's so easy to think that once we get to that perfect body weight or this idea that that's a sign that we've successfully healed our relationship with eating, but that is not the case, right? So today I want to challenge that narrative and discuss how these two things, healing, emotional eating, and weight loss, they can often overlap and they often do overlap. Um, and I see this a lot in, I saw this a lot in my in my own journey and I see this a lot in my client's journey, but they're not one and the same. So healing emotional eating, which is our attachments to food, our influences around our Motivations for eating, and these are so deep rooted. These are deep rooted in our conditioning, in our culture, in our modeling from our families. Um, you know, in in just the way we were socialized by our friends, and you know, it's just there's so much that goes into how we are attached to food and how we relate to eating. So I also talk about this a lot, how eating and food are not the same, right? Food is a substance and eating is a behavior. It's more relational, right? And so if you want to lose weight, that's one journey. And if you want to heal emotional eating, that's also a journey. However, you will not sustainably lose weight long term if you have not healed your emotional eating, if that's you, right? If, so if you eat emotionally, you turn to food as a coping mechanism, you turn to food as a way to decompress, you, um, you, know, you look to eating to fill the space if you're bored, right? So there are many reasons why we emotionally eat. If, if you eat, if you turn to food, if you have a relationship with eating for any of those reasons, and you try to tackle that with weight loss, thinking that once you get to the weight loss, that behavior with food and eating will go away. It's not going to happen. So I like to talk about healing emotional eating as like the skin care and weight loss is the makeup, <laughs> right? So you could lose weight. You could wear makeup. But if your skin is not, does, you know, is not – if you don't have good skincare, care, if, if, if your skin isn't good, then the makeup's not going to look good. It doesn't matter how expensive the makeup is, right? You can have the best, most expensive makeup ever, but if your skin isn't as healthy as it needs to be and as glowy as it, as it needs to be, the makeup's not going to really cover that up, right? Sometimes, if anything – it illuminates it illuminates some of the you know it illuminates some of the blemishes it illuminates some of the of the imperfections which is totally fine obviously but that's what it does so when we focus on weight loss instead of healing emotional eating when both of those journeys are things that we should focus on all the weight loss is going to do is highlight the wounds that we have that causes emotional eating and you know the reason why that happens is because weight loss doesn't address the root causes at all right it doesn't they don't it doesn't affect the the root cause and the short term results without healing the emotional eating might actually even trigger, might even trigger emotional eating because we haven't done that inner work to shift our identity, right? We haven't, we haven't done that inner work to shift our identity and our belief system around our worthiness to, to be and embody and move through the world as this new version of ourselves in this new body, Okay, so there's the achieving of the results, right, the weight loss, and then there's the living as the person who has lost the weight. And if you haven't done the inner, the inner work, the identity shifting, the belief system reprogramming, if you haven't done any of that work around your relationship with food and eating – and all you did was outsource you know a lot of it to a diet to macro counting to calorie counting to get a certain result then what's going to happen is once you are once you got the result it's not going to feel grounded you're not going to have trust and faith in the result because you know, because it's just it's gonna it's gonna feel like, oh no, when you know, it, it might feel like, oh no, when is this how is this gonna stay? How am I gonna be able to stay this way? I can't sustainably eat this way my whole life, you know, following rules and counting and measuring and all these different things. Um you know, I really, I want to be able to feel spontaneous and spontaneity is going to start to feel really dangerous, right? And and a lot of things that flow and doing things in fluidity are going to feel really uncomfortable. So essentially, it's really, really important when you are on a weight loss journey and you have a relationship with food that potentially is not so healthy, right? You have some coping mechanisms and attachments to food that aren't so healthy. It's so important that we do the work to get ourselves to the place where we believe that we deserve to move through the world in this new body. And sometimes we think that once we're in the body, we'll get the belief, but really it's the other way around. We have to have the belief. We have to visualize the belief. We have to visualize ourself, this future self. We have to visualize ourself as as this future person. It has to be so clear. And we really need to feel into how we will move through the world in that way in order for us to get to a place where when we actually achieve that. So we first have to even get to the place where we – We believe that we can achieve that, right? So that's first. But we also have to get to the place where when we actually achieve that, we know how to live within it, right? So getting to the goal isn't enough. We have to learn how to live and sustain and integrate and embody the goal long term, And that those are two different steps. And that's the key to permanent, sustainable weight loss, right? It's changing your belief system first and then up-leveling your identity. And we do this before we even lose the weight. So with my clients, you know, all my clients who are weight loss, you know, who want to lose weight, um, they all end up losing weight. That's true, as long as they follow the framework and they do the work. But we don't even tackle weight loss until we, until we unpack and, you know, f- take all the baggage out, throw it all on the bed, you know, uh, start to look through it throw out what isn't needed, refold maybe in different ways what is needed, you know, what is needed, heal what needs to be healed, right, and then repack. And then we focus on weight loss because only when you have that foundation and that organization of all that went into how you got here to begin with, once you reorganize that, then weight loss is something that's not so confusing. It's not so hard, right? It's hard, there might be some discipline involved, this and that, but you know, some boundaries that you have to have with yourself, but it's it's not elusive. So let's talk a bit about what exactly are the building blocks to healing emotional eating so that weight loss can have integrity lead to self-confidence and also be permanent okay so I've gone into it a little bit but then and and like I said before the number one key to lasting change is getting curious about our core beliefs right what are our core beliefs about ourselves what are our core beliefs about our deservedness to you know to be to live in a body and in a life where we feel happy and we feel good about ourselves, right? Have we even um, have we even thought about will we be able to receive that? Right? Can we even receive that existence? Can we even can we even receive that that type of living? So that's something that we have to focus on. And then shifting our identity narrative. So that's really thinking about the future you, right? Like being like, oh, I can imagine myself in the future moving through the world like this, wearing this, behaving like this, connecting like this, right? You actually – it's descriptive, Right? It's not, oh, I just want to feel confident and at peace. What does confident and at peace look like? If someone were to be holding up a video camera onto you and you're being confident and being at peace, what are you doing? Right? So, those are the things that you want to think about. And, you know, we're building this, this inner worthiness where we can clearly visualize. Our deepest desires becoming a reality. So there's a couple of questions, like I I, I always tell my clients, and something that I learned uh, early on in my um, you know my own practice and relationship with mindfulness and yoga. Something I started almost twenty four years ago when I was nineteen years old was that inquiry and curiosity is really the is really the solution. Inquiry and curiosity could basically um, lead to giving us all the answers that we need. So I always like to start with questions and not really force myself to get an answer but just to float the question out there and just think about it. right So as you're listening to these questions, this might be something that you return to. This might be something that next week it pops into your head. So be open to these questions lingering and showing up when you need them the most, or when an answer just arises. So some of the questions you can ask yourself are: What do you? What do you truly believe about yourself and your worth? If that's a, a real, a really good inquiry what do you truly believe, right? Do you really believe that you are worthy? Do you believe that you can? Not that you can work hard, right? I believe everybody can work hard to try and lose weight. And, you know, cause, and the truth of the matter is, is that working hard to try and lose weight is easy. (laughs) It's annoying, but it, but it, it's, it's easier than sometimes having to reprogram all of these beliefs and identities that we have about ourselves. So what do we truly believe about ourselves and our worth? Are we clear on our vision for what a healthy and happy life and body image looks and feels like, right? Are you clear on that? Can you visualize it? And if you can visualize it, Why? Right. And so, more than anything, if it gets foggy for you as you try to visualize it, this is a sign that you might have a subconscious limiting belief around the fact that you deserve this. And so, your work is really to define this and try to get clarity on this. And then, when it comes to food, what is the expectation that you have from food, right? So as we're healing emotional eating, a lot of times it's like, we, we don't realize this, but we have this expectation from food that it's gonna make us feel better, it's gonna change our experience, it's gonna change our mind frame. Um, so what is the expectation you have from food? What role does food play in your life? Right? Does food, does food um, take up a lot of how you organize your day? Does food uh, is food a big linchpin in how you connect with others? Um, is food a big linchpin in how others connect with you? Um, right. So, how does what role does food play in your life? And what is the importance of having a loving relationship? to food for you. What is the importance of having that relationship? Right? So you want to ask yourself this question, what is the vision you have for yourself when you are living as this new healed version of yourself? Right? So we talked about this more and I can't reiterate this enough. The vision, the the envisioning, right? The envisioning is so so important. What is the vision that you have for yourself when you're living at this new healed version? Like I said, what is she doing with her time? How does she move through the world? What is she wearing? What standards does she have, right? What are her values? What are her standards? How does she want to be treated? What kind of relationships does she want to be participating in, right? Like all of these things, like thinking about that, right, the the value, you know, the way that you want to be valued in the world. Because at the end of the day, true change, right, healing emotional eating and losing weight permanently only comes when you realize that what you eat does not matter nearly as much as why and how you eat, right? So what you eat is not that important, right? It's really not about food. Healing emotional eating and weight loss is – it's not its not really about food. It's probably like 20% about food and 80% about your life and the context of your life and the way you relate to your life and the baggage you bring to your life, the subconscious baggage you bring to your life. It's um, you know, the influences, all the all the things that make you know all the things that make your emotional landscape. That's really what matters more than actual food. The food part's the easy part. right? So the truth is that what we believe about ourselves and our worth has such a profound impact on our behaviors and choices, especially when it comes to food and our bodies. And so we realize that when we focus on, healing from within, right? When we focus on really getting that organized emotional landscape, not being afraid to challenge our belief systems, not being afraid to step over that edge of the unknown and fantasize and visualize that high value lifestyle that, you know, that that dream vision for yourself that maybe you never even imagined you could you could have or that for some of us we might even judge other people for having it sometimes when we judge other people and we have a reaction like that towards other people's lives it's actually a bigger insight into our own real desires not always but just something food for thought just something to think about right so when we focus on that, the you know re- changing our belief systems, healing our th- those limiting beliefs, upgrading our identity, narrative, and really just just upleveling the way that we imagine ourselves moving to the world, we discover that emotional balance and trust in ourselves, right this this new, this new operating system that we are vibrating from naturally unfolds into a healthy relationship with food and an easy transition into a body that we love and feel safe in, right? So it's when this operating system gets an upgrade, and not only does it get an upgrade, but we feel deserving of the upgrade, We feel safe in the upgrade. We feel like we understand the upgrade and we know how to, we know, we know the ins and outs of the upgrade, right? We're not just, we're not just spectators. We're the drivers of the upgrade. That's when the weight comes off. That's when everything becomes sustainable and permanent. Okay. So, just remember that healing is not a destination. It's a lifelong journey of self-discovery and self-compassion. And when you shift your focus from chasing results to nurturing your inner well-being, upgrading yourself, right, your big capital S self, that's when true transformation happens. So – I loved talking about this topic today, and every week I'll share some new episodes so you can fall in love with eating and start losing weight and keep it off with sustainable strategies and lasting change. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with someone who might benefit from this message. I also have lots of free resources on my website to help you on your journey to loving food, and losing weight, you just need to go to www.bewellbyak.com. Until next time, I'm Alana, and thank you for listening to Emotional Eating Unwrapped.